Hey music lovers, it's James Locksmith. Welcome to another episode of Electronic Music Man. Today I'm speaking with Zephyrin Saint, aka Dean Zephyrin, the man behind world-respected label Tribe Records that has championed the sounds of house, soulful house, and a list of indigenous influences in electronic music, including Afro House, where he has championed a lot of his sounds as well. On this episode, we discuss the overcoming fear, overcoming rejection, and the importance of community and collaboration. Loved speaking with Dean. I've had the pleasure of working with him on a few occasions throughout my career. We chatted from his studio, where he's now based in Melbourne. Hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Dean Zephyrin, aka Zephyrin Saint, welcome to Electronic Music Man. Thank you for joining me on the show. How are you? It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. How, how's Melbourne? How's I mean, you're in you're in like lockdown at the moment, right? Yeah, we're in stage four lockdown. Hopefully, it's coming to an end pretty soon. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's tough in Victoria at the moment for a lot of the small businesses here. It's uh, you know we hit another spike and then you know, everyone had to go into stage four lockdown. And um, yeah, we just can't wait to see the end of it. But it's it's really tough on all businesses, you know, not just the entertainment business, but a lot of the mama and papa businesses are really kind of closing up shop right now. Yeah, know? yeah. And and uh, are you seeing a lot of empty places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You go into the malls and you're just seeing every, you know, just before the stage four, there was lots of closing down, sales going on and, you know, just a lot of places now up for lease everywhere. And yeah, it's, it's a real shame to see. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. You've been in Melbourne for a, for a bit now. You, yeah. Yeah. How long, yeah. How, when did you, when did you make the move there? Uh, two years now. Okay. I came here from Berlin. Yeah. Um, I was in Berlin before here. And um, yeah, so just come out to two years. Okay. And uh, you're working and from 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 there, you've set up your studio, you're, you're running your labels from there. Or it's, it's still yeah. tri Tribe, right? You're still running still Tribe? tribe. Yep. Yeah, yeah. basically transferred everything that I'm doing over to here. Um, I mean, that's the great thing about being online is that you could just do it, you know, having an online business, you could just do it from wherever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, I've run Tribe from here. I've got a new label, which I'm sure we'll speak about. That's based upon the Australian Axe, which I'm running from here as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, set up my studio here um, in my home and uh, just, yeah, running everything from from my new city, my okay. new hometown. Yeah, I mean, uh, you've 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 been uh, traveling to to Australia quite often over the years, like with your touring, and uh, yeah. so uh, Melbourne was something that, uh, you know, not initially. It's quite funny. Not initially. I, w I wasn't. It wasn't a place that I had set my mind of um, um, to move to, um, but I'd met my wife. Um, and she's from here, uh, although we didn't meet here. And um, yeah, later on into our, our life, we said, okay, let's, you know, let's make the move and let's, let's see what it's like to live in Melbourne. Right. Uh, so, and, and it, 
it didn't it, it didn't it wasn't a problem to me because I'd, i like you said I'd, I'd been here so many times before and you know got to know people here and i was very fond of the city um you know i don't really know uh, the other parts of australia so melbourne was always my anchor place to come to mm. um so yeah so it, it it felt really easy to do yeah I, I wanted to touch on today with you about like the importance of uh, collaboration and community and it's been very like a quite a significant part i guess of your uh, uh ethos and and the way you work how are you finding that especially with uh a lot of your um a lot of the artists and musicians that you work with are around the world how i mean even before before COVID, I guess obviously everything was online as well. But even now, are you finding how are you finding that way of uh, working? Is this has this been a good a good part of COVID in in one way? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, collaborating is something I've always done, and it's and it's a way um, I've always kind of worked. Uh, with the label um, as a tribe, um, you know, so, you know, collaborating with singers and musicians from all around the world has always been the way I operate. Mm. Uh, whether they'll deliver vocals over line or we do, we, we would do Skype sessions when before when we was working more with Skype. Um, so yeah, so it, it's, it's now actually it's, become a bit more intense. I've actually, I'm actually getting so much more done now, obviously because everyone is at home. Mm. Um, and, you know, unfortunately some of some of the people I work with don't have the facilities at home, so they can't, um, so they are, are unable to record, but those that do, it's been fantastic. It's been really consistent. Um, the collaboration gear has just kicked up, um, you know, with the musicians who I've been working with online and, you know, and there's a lot, there's a lot more uh, technology out there that allows you to actually create together mm. at the same time, um, which has been great to to, to experiment with. Um, so yeah, so it, in terms of creating, the lockdown has actually en enhanced it. Mm. You know, it you know it, it it hasn't kind of caused any kind of delays in um, my operating of uh, producing. Right. And uh, so, would and so that has that um, improved um, collaborating projects as well. Like, have you found yeah. that? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm finding that um, you know people who maybe because of their busy schedule, because you know a lot of people still have a nine to five, as well as working in the industry, so they they weren't able to really kind of give you uh, as much as they would like uh in terms of songs so now i'm just finding yeah people's a lot more open um to be to collaborating because they've got the time to do it mm. um so yeah so that that's really been a, a plus sign and a positive right uh yeah yeah uh, tell me i mean the 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 whole um uh like the idea and the the Con, like the concept of collaboration and and yeah. the use of it for in your in your projects and the way you've built your label over the years where where did that come from like and because you know some you've got some labels that kind of like focus on 
particular acts or is this something that you've built the label around or like you know tell me a bit about your desire around and and you know around collaboration well i i i felt it was always tribe to me was always a great i always saw tribe as a great launch pad for artists mm. um and a great way to do that was to get people working with each other uh working with myself um and using tribe as a vehicle to go on to bigger labels right um and and i haven't got a problem with that mm. um you know i'm quite happy for tribe Pay, to contribute to someone's career in that way. Right. Um, and to me, collaborating was just another way of me looking at, at it as an A&R, um, you know, and putting my A&R hat on and saying, oh, okay, that, that beat you've got there will be great with that vocalist or that, that melody and that singer or that melody that that, that top liner has will be great with that singer. Mm. And, you know, and fusing collaborations in this way, because, you know, that's, that's where it comes from, from the A&R and that I've done in the past, that's how you work with mm. to create a song and obviously from my producer head. So that's always, I guess, it's just been a part of who I am. It, it wasn't something that I set out to strategically do. Yeah. That's just how I like to do it. Right. Do you know, what I mean, that's how I like to see things develop. That's how I like to see things create. Mm. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, it, it's it's not a tribe to me wasn't about really trying to focus on um, the artists and build three, four albums for them. It was to try and focus on the artists to get them to a point where they can then maybe do it themselves or maybe, you know, a much bigger label than tribe will then show interest right, right. Uh, and take them to where they need to go. Right. Um, where an independent may not be able to take them a small independent like myself wouldn't be able to take them right so um, it's more of a, so, like a launch launch sort of or yeah, or, a, or a stepping stepping stone for them yeah that's mm. kind of how i how i initially saw uh tribe as a label um, yeah. and that's how it's it's continued in that uh that way uh, how many years the, is it now how many years it's been it like? is 20 to 11 years now oh right it'll be 12 next year okay yeah. okay and and I guess again, like what you said, you know, it wasn't a strat a strategic thing, but from uh, creating this uh, um, with this kind of uh, operating from this place, the then the sense of community kind of like because there's a there is a sense of community building that happens in this kind of process as well. It, it, yeah, would, would that be would that would that be the same thing as well? Okay, I didn't yeah, I didn't really think about like thought it's and name the name tribe is like a perfect yeah, sort of that's that's why right. mm, yeah okay that's that's where that came from mm. um, you know in in building that community and also you know the motto that I have I have for tribe which is um, one sound one people one tribe you know we're we're all in this together right um, so yeah so it's very much a, a community feeling. Um, and, uh, you know, into um, the events that Tribe has done over the years as well. It's very much about bringing that community spirit. And anyone who has been to a Tribe event, I'm sure would say, yeah, they really felt as if they were part of a community. Yeah. Once there, because it's, it's important to have that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it has. But 
like I said, that's how I like things personally. Yeah. So I yeah. guess that's what transcends into anything which I, I build or create. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I, and, and I think that's a, a testament to kind of like, you know, following um, your own kind of DIY process and, and how that, how, you know, that's important to kind of not think that there's this like one size fits all to kind of create a label. You can really, you know, really follow what it is that you're that really um, resonates with you you inside of what you're trying to do and then trying to create that that universe or that ecosystem and and, and yes yeah I mean you've not you didn't really paint that picture so clearly in the start it's just like well one building block at a time or how how like where did where how did that come from you know, i mean i've i've always i've always um been someone who's worked for themselves yeah um you know um i've i've been employed a couple of times in my career uh for, by other companies but for the most part it's something that i've wanted to build myself right um i just yeah. have that i just have that nature in me that i like to to create for myself yeah um and so that's kind of where it where it came from really you know it's you know initially i had you know i would i had my recording studio as a business then i had my management company as a business then uh you know then i moved on to work, some employment but and then i went went into my label as my business mm. um so uh yeah i've always kind of wanted to had a vision for um what i wanted to do right in the industry right and, okay. and having and, ha and having that vision uh you can't really do that if you're employed in, in a position to do it under someone else's in mm. someone else's company it's something that if you're going to have that vision for the most part you got to you got to develop that yourself and you got to stick with it and yeah. you got to and run with that mm -hmm. um that's what i've always done okay and uh so tell me the community building uh you know and and the collaborations uh is this was this also something that came from the start and or what and 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 that was kind of pretty much like the why and then how came after how to do it how to create it or yeah i'll be honest, I'll be honest with you it was never a case of thinking of the why and the purpose it's just a case of if i take you right back to the start um everything that uh i grew up with as a culture musically was community based right do you know what i mean so i come from the sound system culture mm. which is a community uh collective now now you would call that a dj collective but back then it was a group of young guys who would get together and and start uh, a sound system together you know pitching build build their own speakers build their own amplifiers you know collect records together hire venues put on parties it that is a community experience yes and, yes. Um, and i've been doing that since i was a teenager mm -hmm. so it's always been a part of of my musical kind of culture has yeah. always been based around community right. you know when we when we were putting on parties in the 80s and putting on warehouse parties it was a community uh, uh effort 
right. that put that on. It wasn't just one person that put it on. You right. know, it was a group of people coming together or us working with, um, you know, the, the group of people who own the squat and did all the art and everything inside there. And, you know, or, you know, you're just working with different communities and you're coming together to pull on right. an event. And um, yeah, so it's, it's just always been, been a, a part of my ethos with, with and, a, and a part of my culture. So it's, in, it's like it's, it's ingrained in your DNA almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's ingrained. I, I can yeah. I can never say, oh, that's my purpose or that's my why or I've been. A, yeah. I'm just like, well, that's all I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah. that's all I know when it when it when it comes to uh, that community spirit mm. within within music. Right, and I guess that kind of brings a level of authenticity about it. It's not something that you can try to strategically kind of create. Like it really does have to be something that's kind of coming viscerally inside of you. You know, like it's got. Um, it, it yeah, it's it, it's almost like you know when you're trying to produce a track or or creating a project. You know, you can be strategic till the cows come home but at the end of the day it's got to come from that um deep part of you that's like that's all organic you know like and otherwise it it looks otherwise it becomes too formulated or it looks too you know so how do you keep that how do you keep that like that authenticity uh in like and, and keeping that going within tribe and the label, like the... that's that's easy. We just continue <laughs> to be true to yourself. Yeah. And, and and what and you know for me it's just whatever resonates with me. If it resonates with me, um, then I know it's true to me. Mm. If if I'm if I if I'm really feeling it, you know I, you know I I love to chase goosebumps. Do you know what I mean? Right. So. Um, you know, so with music, I always chase goosebumps. That's 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 my that's part of my um, activation, rather than chasing what the charts are saying. Mm, mm, you know, mm. or positions on the charts or what the charts are dictating. I I I chase what it is that I'm feeling. Mm. Mm. You know, and that that kind of uh, helps me to remain true to myself and true to what it is um, I would like to do. Yeah, musically, and I would like to, and 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 that's not an egotistical thing. That's more of a, coming from a place of contribution. How 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 do I want to contribute to the to the world musically? Um, you know, and 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 that's yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah, well, that I mean, that that's that is a perfect uh, segue to the next part. I want to want to talk about because it is um, when. I think this is where people get confused with uh, when they're creating a business or creating art that there's that the, the fear of the unknown, you know, like going out there and creating like what you just explained about following the goosebumps. It's like you're thriving of of that fear of the unknown and just kind of like using that as a as as a vehicle to tell you okay well that's what I, that's the direction i need to go because i'm doing something that's outside of the the status quo you know it's like let let i'm creating something new that's not following you know 
yeah, I'm, I'm, there's so many labels, there's so many DJs, there's so many producers, but I'm creating my own unique voice. And yeah. to do that, you kind of, you, you kind of, yeah, we remixing and following and looking at other, and looking at other artists and looking at other, uh, and influences is part of mm -hmm. that, but you've got to create your own voice out of it and finding your own unique way. So w where I'm heading with this is, is about overcoming, overcoming fear which is something that you mentioned in, in earlier in our, uh, the pre-interview was, um, is, has, is becoming stronger at overcoming fear over, over time. Tell me things that, yes. yeah, tell me things, you know, creating a label out of thin air and creating like, and, and going out against all odds and doing that, that's, that's, that, that's, you know, can be very uh, scary for someone. And, and I'm sure you've developed a muscle over time, me mentally, you know, and emotionally, and then, and then it becomes part of you, like, you know, when when those goosebumps come up it's like oh I'm, I'm i'm familiar with that you know like so yeah tell me how you how did has fear become more of a an emotional compass for you as opposed to and and yeah uh, yeah that's where yeah, i'm heading definitely definitely yeah uh over the years fear has actually uh, become a tool mm. for me um it's a way of me actually um, uh, it's a way of me acknowledging, well, it's the failure, really. Mm. It's, rather, than, rather than look at the fear, it's the failure because like the failure has become the tool because is when you fail, it, it's it, over time I realized, oh, this is just giving me an opportunity to do it better. This yeah. is giving me an opportunity to work out where I went wrong. And, you know, and, you know, because what leads up to that is the fear of that failure, right? Right. And, and, right. and when you, when you have the fear leading up to that, what it does is it, it's, it's, you end up paralyzing yourself. Mm. You end up to actually just staying in that position and you don't move forward because you're fearing to move forward. And yeah, that's definitely happened to me over my career um, in, in many different, in many different ways. And in its only exp experience as the best teacher um, to deal with, uh, getting over that fear. Um, so when you're, when you're saying, is fear my navigation of compass, it's more so the results, the results that fear uh, manifests, the results that it brings, do you know what I mean? Mm. So, yeah, so it, it's, it's when it comes to, uh, when it comes to uh, challenges over the years in my careers, um, I have built up that muscle to say, you know, to create something out of nothing. That actually isn't the hardest part for me. Mm. It's once you've created it and you're in it, yeah. Yeah. that's when it really starts to build up <laughs> momentum or yeah. fear. Yeah. Because as you start to drive a juggernaut, do you know what I mean? And your engines, or you know, you you drive, you start off driving a 1.1 liter, and it, and that car gets bigger and bigger. That engine gets bigger and bigger. Mm. You've still got to hold on to that steering wheel. You've still got to, you know, be able to steer it in the right direction. Mm. And if you take your eye off the road, you know, out of not being disciplined, out of 
fear and putting your hands over your eyes and just like, I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah, of course, you're going to you're going to crash, you're going to lose your weight. Mm. And um, so, uh, yeah, I, for me, it hasn't been the starting. It's once you're in it, the managing of the fear, once you're inside your project is where you've got to really get your discipline and really get on top of it and not let it control you. So how do you deal like, you know, with lost opportunities or or being working on a particular project that does so-called fail or or it doesn't go in the dire- direction of the desired outcome? How do you like how do you navigate, you know, to prevent that from happening in the process? You know, like because, you know, you, what you fear uh, will manifest and happen. So do we not fear then? But if if we're learning from fear later to give us the the results that we want to learn to become a better version or and, and create better projects and, you know, maybe there's something I didn't learn or didn't know and I need to learn in this experience so I can do it better next time. But isn't there something that we could be doing before the crash, <laughs> you know, or to, to prevent that crash or when that crash happens, you go like, well, it's just, you know, I know what to do now. Why can't like, you know, let's keep going or, you know, it's I, I where I'm getting at is like, what can we um, what can we do to help us with uh, in that fear process? Like when we're going, we can feel that there's anxiety, something's not right, but you really want to make this thing work. Or you want to make it happen. So do you wait to, for, the, for the crash or do you try to find a result to improve during the process? It all depends. It yeah. all depends what you're working on. Um, if you're talking about working on a song and you, you're, you're changing directions, and you, you, you know, you, you kind of want to change directions in your career, or you want to try something new, you've just got to put it out. Mm. Because that's the only way you'll ever know. Staying on your hard drive, because of the fear, because that's, you know, if we're talking about being in the moment, if you've got a project, which happens to a lot of producers and songwriters out there, they have, a, they have projects, and it just lives on their hard drive, it doesn't get out. And it doesn't get out because uh, because they're, uh, what are the, what's the fear that arises in that scenario? It's it's um, what will people think of me? What will people say about my music? What would the what would the what are the reviews that I will get? Um, DJs won't play my music, and you know all these kind of voices come in your head that which is the fear which stops you actually putting it out and seeing well what if you're wrong? Mm. What if people love it? What if people do want to hear it? What people want to hear more? What if that is actually the, the direction that you should actually be going? You just will never know until you you just put it out and let it speak for itself. And if it doesn't do anything, then you've learned something. Mm. You've mm. learned that it hasn't it hasn't done. Or sometimes, you know, with, with some people, it doesn't do anything now, but it may do something in the future. And you've planted that seed mm. for it to... For it to you know, people discover music from 10 years ago and just like, oh my gosh, you know, and then and then that person suddenly has a cam- comeback or yeah. 20 years. Or yeah, 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 exactly. Um, you know? yeah. Um, so yeah. there's many stories like that. 
So I think it's important, whatever it is that you do, regardless of, of whatever you may be feeling in the moment, you've got to complete it. Is this, is this something do, is this something that you um uh work like try to nurture and work with artists as well that you you might come across artists that have this kind of resistance or and and do you try to like um have you found that that this what we're discussing now is something that comes part of your job uh, job as a as a label um owner as well yeah. and yep yeah. i mean Obviously, you, you have different relationships with, with, with different people. Yeah. Um, and uh, those relationships which I have uh, developed that are deeper, yes, we have those conversations all the time. Yeah. Um, when it's a bit more personal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah when it's a bit more personal. Mm. And yeah, we'll, we'll have those conversations and we'll, we'll talk through um, the anxiety mm. that one would feel. We'll talk through the fears that one would feel, you know, uh, and it's an ongoing process. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's something that doesn't get spoken of a lot. And, and it's starting to get spoken of now. I'm actually, you know, I, I speak to colleagues and musicians and so on now more about it. Um, but um, I think that has a lot to do well, with... Yeah, spoken before in terms of anxiety. Yeah, I think anxiety that... But I, I, th I think that has a lot to do with, with um, the state of the, the world at the moment. People are becoming more reflective in in, yes. in in this say the last six months of 20 like if 2020 there's been a, yeah. a, a conscious shift and people are becoming a bit more uh internalized you know and well people are a bit more aware are more aware of their mental health yeah because yeah. they've had to spend so much time with themselves yes yeah yeah so that's made them more more aware of that mm. and uh yeah so i think because of that i think it's it's actually been a positive and it's allowed it's allowed us to start speaking openly and being a bit more vulnerable about um, uh, mental health issues which which actually exists in a big way for creators yeah especially for people in the music industry it yes. exists in a big way yes exactly, exactly. Um, that's what kind of inspired it, me with this podcast to be quite honest yeah mm. right and and it really does it really does hold back um, a lot of people's talent and yeah. uh, you know there'll be a lot of people who'll be in their studio just pulling their hair out then from different reasons maybe they're doing music that they just don't want to be doing yeah but you know you know they, they can't pull away from that mm. they really know that they've got to be doing something else and they can't pull away from it um for whatever reason it could yeah. be financial whatever um uh so yeah or, or they just can't seem to finish what they start mm. They just can't seem to finish it. They can't. They can't get it over that. Get it over the finishing line. Yeah, I, I, I think that um, there was a couple of things that that I wanted, like for, from this last chat, was was um, the the what we're discussing can be the same way, not just with music, but just like in in building a, a, a music project or uh, just even from an entrepreneurial level. It's the same same kind of principles here, and mm. I find that this this fear of failure is also very parallel to the fear of rejection. You know, fear, fear yes. of and, uh, yeah, yeah, and um, and so yeah, and from this last point you just mentioned about that these hurdles that are in the like 
that are causing resistance or that are in the way of just trying to get that part over the line and it could also be because they haven't connected with their um, their true calling they like you yeah. they might be doing something that's not really aligned while it's while it's making music and it seems like it's like the thing that they want to be doing like this what they are passionate about but it's not the project that they're really passionate about you know like yeah. so um and that that ends up that can actually be very like uh detrimental to your your art process and really doing what you really want in life and i think people get people get distracted by that and not really taking the leap to doing well, what some they really people, want. Some, some people don't have the luxury to be able to for financial reasons they don't have the luxury to kind of like really take that jump um you know to really be doing what they want to be doing mm. uh and you know as with anything if you really want to be doing what you want to be doing you've got to you've got to have some there's got to be some sacrifices that has to be made yeah there's got to be some friction yeah yeah it's, <laughs> it's, it's, gonna happen. it's, yeah. it's, it's just it's yeah. never going to be something that drops out of the sky no you know no and 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 obviously the older you get the more responsibilities you get it makes it harder to do that mm. uh, which in turn creates that depression yes uh it can create that depression in some of them because yes. they're, they're just yes. like you know it hasn't screaming. happened yet. It hasn't happened yeah. yet. I've been doing yeah. this for twenty years. I can relate yeah, to that. that. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's something we need to speak about more because then, then at least people would realise they're not alone out there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, it's, it just really just boils down to the fact of yeah, belief mm. is a strong part of it. Having that belief and forming that belief in yourself but how do you form the belief in yourself is is by doing is by having that action yeah do you know what i mean the action to actually go out and you know we're, we're talking more so in as in music having that action to just go in this your your studio or your environment wherever you have or pick up your guitar and just start creating so you can actually start believing that you have that talent because mm. other people will see it before you see it yeah, I've, I've 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 got I've had many encounters where I see someone's talent that they do not see in themselves, mm. over and over again. Yes, yeah, 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 um, and they lack they 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 lack that belief, mm. um, which means they lack that motivation mm. that imbue to kind of like you know uh, drive them through and. You know, it's another thing I think we 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 are missing in um, you know with people in the music industry, or you know people producers, songwriters, is self leadership, because the industry is being built up in such a way that you need a manager, you need an agent, um, you know you need this, you need you know you need you need all these components, which is which is true. You do you need you know no one's going to be successful on their own. You need a team, but yes. before all of that, you've got to be able to lead yourself. Yes. Yes, you've got to be able absolutely. to absolutely because if one of those components um, break away for whatever reason, you're you're left back at square one. Well, that goes back you know to I mean? what you were saying before as well with um, uh, 
yeah, obviously we've got to pay bills and we've got to, there's the practical, but there is a point where we've got to take that leap and take that leadership because, yeah. and this is what I meant by friction, because um, I think people can get too comfortable. It's almost like a comfort zone. You know, you sit there and you just keep saying, well, you know, I've, I've just got to get this much money before I can do that. You, that could be a perpetual yeah. loop that you stay in and it causes that you know over time and therefore you know you could have the greatest music and it's just sitting there and until you really make that leap to get it out there and you know it's really about crossing that line there's that fear of rejection the fear of fear of failure you know all those kind of things that come in and and i i'm a firm believer that this is actually connected to uh early childhood traumas, things that you've learnt, the way you've been conditioned at home, your experiences. These are these are things that need to be overcome first as well. Like I think that has a big part in in changing your belief systems. And I think your environment I, I agree with you. I think mm. your environment and the way you've been brought up and the discipline that you you have definitely has an effect on how you go about your life in your adult, how you go about your adult life. Yeah. For sure. Um, if you've been, if you've been pushed uh, as a, uh, um, as a teenager, uh, you, you know, that could have a positive effect on you, or that could have a negative effect on you. Mm. Yeah? It, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 true. There's, there's, there's definitely, what it really boils down to, because I'm not, I am not, uh, um, I'm not able to comment on that. Um, you know, I'm not qualified to to be able to comment on, you know, people's childhoods and so yes, on. Sure. But, um, but what we do have to to um, what we do have to to realize is that whatever we do, it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of deep work within yourself yeah yeah and there's got to be you've got to look you've got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror you've got to be able to ask yourself a lot of questions in order to get through whatever it is that's holding you back now those questions you may have to have your own safe room you may have to go into therapy Mm. to do that Um, yeah and no one should be ashamed of having to go into therapy if that's your safe room to be able to address those matters because that's the true investment is the investment the best investment so it is the investment that you have in yourself yeah to develop yourself yeah do you know what i mean um and this is and a, this find- is a, and this is a side product to to um like a by a byproduct of of choosing this path of diy i if you really like i i have found in my own life and my career that um you know i that i wanted to not only just be able to produce something of my own but in order to do that what what it meant as well was i have to challenge myself and i had to come face to face with myself on a day-to-day basis and it helps me improve all areas of my life not just this business career so have you have you found that as well? Is that been also? Would you find that that's Absolutely. been a desire, like that kind of like, you know, uh, something that kind of 
obviously when we when we first start out we don't really see that but um yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely i mean it's it's you know it's that whole kind of uh your mind again is a tool your mind isn't you mm. right but it's your it's that mind chatter yes that you know is what, is, is what we're talking about here yeah. do you know what i mean is you know because it's, the, it's that mind chatter that really is is what holds a lot of us back yeah it's, yeah. it's 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 the 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 lies that we're telling ourselves, or the things that we were we were taught. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, that that's how we should be looking at it. You know, which mm. which is incorrect. Yeah, you know. And when I say yeah. taught, that could be from your primary teacher. That could be from your high school yeah. teacher. That could exactly. Be from, yeah, we've, we've had so yeah. many teachers over over the years. Yes, you yes, know, who yes. influenced us. Yeah. So, um, you know, so there's 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 all different ways to look at that. But yeah, it's um. It's. Uh, I lost my train of thought there now. What, what, what were we saying? <laughs> uh, I, was, I, was, I was. I was. saying. Um, uh, oh God! What was I saying? <laughs> we, we, we got. Yeah, we, went, we, we, we went deep. <laughs> we went deep. <laughs> um, mind chatter. That's yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. The, the things we tell ourselves. The, the mind chatter was getting in the way there. Huh? <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the destructive. Um, you know, destructive voices that, that, that we have. And, yeah. you know, as, as someone in music, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's a hard job to get rid of that voice. That's, you've got to do you it. Gotta, you, I, this is, that's what I mean it. by gotta, that. That's the discipline is doing that daily, that daily work. You, mm. You're not going to do it by yourself. Mm. You're not going to do it by yourself. You, you, you're going to do it by investing in uh, books to read, yeah. finding out what resonates with you, yeah. you know, finding techniques. Yeah. There's many different techniques out there. Do you do any meditation yourself? Uh, every day, yeah. Yeah, amazing. See, that's, I, I think that's like the key. That for me, meditation is the, the number one tool, is learning yeah, to, yeah. to, for this purpose, yeah. what we're just discussing, like meditation is what uh, I find to be the most revolutionary way to overcome your personal challenges, you know, it's like, yeah. 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 And you yeah, keep doing that, it. Just mm. that space for yourself. Yeah, yeah, totally. And totally. being able to step away. And it was like, it was when you were saying earlier, it's just like, you know, what do you use when you're, you know, what what are some of the uh, techniques that you can use when you feel the fear is coming before, so you don't have to crash? Mm. That's one of them. Yeah. You step away. Yeah. And you, you know, you step away from it and you meditate. Sometimes when I, when, when I'm uh, developing a track, and I'm writing a track, uh, and it's just not going. It's just not going in the direction I want it to go. It's just not. It's just not getting there. Mm. And um, and it can go in certain directions, and it's and it's great where it's going, but that's not where I want it to go. I have to step away. Now that step away, and I'm sure there are producers out there um, who would um, adhere to this. Is that step away could be as long as a year. Yeah. It may even be longer. Mm. The step away could be two weeks. Do you know what I mean? But some some things you just have to leave. Yeah, yeah. Can't you know? It's not it's not the right time for that. Yeah, no you doubt. Know? No doubt. You've got some uh, bits and pieces that that are sitting in the hard drive that come back and you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that's the good thing about it. That, that's the fun thing about it. And you know, or, or you, you you get some parts played for yourself and it just doesn't work. But then later on, those parts that you had played work somewhere else yeah yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is great it matches perfect <laughs> or a vocal that didn't quite work on something works on something else later you know yeah it's uh, 
that's the beauty of making music. And mm -hmm. I think once we understand that, we start to have fun with the process mm -hmm. rather than, oh my gosh, why isn't this working? Well, you know, it's have fun with it. Let it go. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. And th this is what I was saying before uh, about like, we can go blue in the face with strategy, you know, mm -hmm. and, and trying to like create this like perfect situation, but you, you, you've got to come back to that, that, that visceral fun. And I, I love this analogy is, is uh, of like, when you, when you look at, if you look at Stevie Wonder, he's never thinking about how to create the perfect hit record he doesn't think that way he's just like that that's that's why he's moving the way he is you know like he's feeling he's feeling like this heart this place and he's making music yeah. purely just yeah. from from that from the from the love you know like and that's yeah. it you know and 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 if it becomes a hit it becomes a hit you know it doesn't doesn't he's not yeah. thinking in those formula ways you know yeah that's what i meant by yeah. you know getting so overwhelmed with strategy it's interesting you, you say that as well, because I think the reason why the DIY approach mm. has to has to become more paramount in the, in the music industry is that's the only way we're going to hear people's heart in the music. Mm. We're not going to hear it from the majors. You know, they're not going to invest in that. And the reason why, um, you know, the great artists of the late 60s and the 70s were able to release all of that music is because the big wigs who were in the majors were just there for money. They weren't there as A&Rs. They were just letting the, the artists and the producers do what they wanted to do. Mm. Create what you want to create. We're just going to put this out. You know, they weren't there to mold them the way uh, right. majors have been molding uh, artists in the past couple of decades. So they were given complete freedom. And with that, what did we get? We got beautiful music that stood the test of time. Mm. And, and, and I think that's hopefully now there's more momentum towards people because of the different various platforms that are out there. There's more momentum for people to release music now for themselves. You know, I'm Not it's really interesting build. that you say that about the majors as well. I, I beginning to see um, from recent sort of research is that I'm seeing a lot of um, the majors while there's these a lot of sub divisions and mm. distribution and within those A&R that are signing up new labels, there's, mm. they're, they're actually, um, I would say it's almost like the same approach because they, they're seeing these communities of artists that are coming from this place that we're talking about of authenticity yeah. and yeah. like and then they're realizing wow these guys are doing it for them there's only so much that they can offer because a lot of these artists are doing it by themselves i've been doing this research yeah. in morocco there's this hip-hop movement that's happening there huge i was just uh, brought to my attention just this week you know and this has been going on for ages um, yeah. the, the stuff that I found in Greece re recently. Now, these somewhat, they are connected now to majors because the majors are providing this massive service for bigger uh, uh, um, distribution and getting it out. But mm. at the essence of it, they're still allowing 
they're allowing what you just explained like this kind of like well these guys are they know what they're doing we don't need to tell them you know like they've they've already worked it out like so let but we'll provide that platform we'll provide that service so I, I think I, I, yeah I just I, it was just an observation that I thought that, yeah, that came that, in that that's, that's what's happening if that's what's happening out there because mm -hmm. I, I don't really pay much attention to the major world now of late but if that's what's happening out there then that's that's fantastic mm -hmm. and, I, and I hope when when that label or those artists then choose to want to pivot and say you know what we're going to change our style now we want to do this that they'll still continue to support them and yeah. say no 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 hold <laughs> you be making us millions there. Yeah, don't, don't change. Don't change nothing. You know what I mean? And I hope they continue to support them because that's when the real test. Yes, will yes, be. true, true. They've true. really got their back. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? And they've really given them their freedom. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's sometimes I wonder if these like the um, these sub labels that are coming under all these majors are they just there to kind of like hide and disguise you know inside the 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 yeah, major I ecosystem mean, to kind of look like they're diy you know yeah, i mean major labels uh, whole system the record industry actually its whole system is so okay it's so dated it's so you know it it's been it's got it's got the same contracts in place that it's had since the 70s right it's 50 years mm. You know what I mean? The same model, the same business model. Right. And, you know, and, you know, artists really, producers, everyone needs to wake up and realize now that you actually don't need to be with these companies. You don't. You mm. you, you can do it on your own. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's a longer way, but it's it's much more rewarding. It can be rewarding for you financially because you'll keep a hold of your masters. Mm. It can be rewarding for you in terms of having the freedom to be able to be creating the music uh, that you want to create and when you want to create it yeah. and release it. When you want to release it. Prince is a perfect example of that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so, you know, which is why he wanted to get out of that. Mm. So, you know, I, I think this is a way, this, this is the new way of artists really have to approach um, putting out their music. Mm. They have to learn everything learn all the areas and don't be afraid to do that and don't be afraid to it can be overwhelming it can be overwhelming it can be overwhelming mm -hmm. but you know it's overwhelming that, because it's something because new, it's new. That you don't exactly. exactly exactly it's exactly. new mm. anything that you start uh, any new job that you start is overwhelming real, right yeah, but yeah. once you get into yeah. it you know as someone on the inside looking out saying no actually once you get into it you can handle it mm -hmm. you know what i mean and once you start to grow you can grow your team and you yeah. can bring in the right people to to take over areas which you you don't want to actually uh, manage. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, you yeah. know. But it, it's uh, to get it started, you can get it started now. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, it, would you say this is kind of like also what's inspired you now with this new project that you're working on with uh, Melbourne and Melbourne or Australian artists? Uh, this jazz, but tell, tell me the name. It's something Source. What's it called? In a, in a Source. In a Source. In a source. I, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> in a Source. So, yeah, and and that's kind of what I that's kind of what I saw in the, the artists and the musicians that I've come across mm. here in, in Melbourne in particular, in particular. So. Um, yeah, it's just like there's a there's just like a, a creative source 
that these guys and and, and I'm, I actually spell sauces and ketchup sauces. Yes, in SAU. yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but they've got that sauce, you know. They've got there's there's something there that's just like, where did that come from? You guys have, you know, I'm, I'm particularly uh, focused on the jazz side and the and the way they're fusing the jazz and the electronic music together, uh, dance music, house music. They're pulling it all into one bag and mixing yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, mm. uh, and you know, when I listen to it, I'm hearing, I'm hearing nineties house. Yeah. I'm hearing acid jazz, uh, 70s funk. I'm hearing acid. I'm hearing acid jazz. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm hearing soul. I'm hearing. I'm hearing everything. Here yeah, yeah. In terms yeah. of the licks and the, and the um, so the true, and so the, true. The different the different instruments that they the, the choice of instruments that they're bringing to the table, and and it's great to hear live drums and dance music again. Mm. You know what I mean? So there's this wonderful scene which is which is burgeoning, which is which is developing here uh, in Australia. And I just wanted to be a part of it and yeah. see how can I assist in growing that? Mm. Um, and, you know, I can only do what I know how and that is produce and um, start a label. Have you, have you got, uh, have you got yeah. some new projects now? Are there, are, there, are there any releases yet? Yes, yeah, so, so we're in the work. So the first compilation um, is uh, I've, uh, Got Horatio Luna. Oh, cool! To do, to Amazing. Compile. Yeah, so because he's really one of the kind of like founding fathers, if you like, of this whole sound. This movement that's, that's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, he's he's like a huge supporter of of um, a lot of these younger acts. Uh, you know, gives him a lot of motivation um, and a lot of positive vibes. And and um, he's uh, yeah. So he was the ideal choice. For me to bring on board to say you know get get these guys together and compile it let's put them together on one compilation album and let's present it as an album mm. um have you, have you come out. have you are you familiar with sampology what he's doing yes. yeah he's yes. doing a great he's doing yeah. great yeah. stuff he's over, he, yeah, he's over in brisbane yeah yeah he's over in brisbane. yeah 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 he's got um yeah. he's the band his latest thing that came out a few months ago and he's also working with this young Melbourne vocalist as well, who I met in um, at, EM, at the Electronic Music Conference last year. I, um, Tiana, Tiana, I think her name, unbelievable singer. This girl is right. incredible. I need to send, I'll send you a link. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think she's in Melbourne too, this girl. Um, yeah. And so Sam, there's so much time. Oh my, there's so it, much it's, it's incredible, and it, and it, and what's amazing is, is that it's like all these twenty-year-olds. It's like, yeah, who, where where did we where did where, where like there was this gap between all this amazing like, and all of a sudden all this beautiful music's coming out from this younger generation, and it's yeah, like yeah. for me, I feel so like, yay, <laughs> you know, it's like so refreshing, you know, it's awesome, yeah. so cool. Yes, yeah, so, so so I have I have that compilation that's coming is that the first um, release for the for the for the that's, that's gonna be and then and then i'm producing a band um, oh amazing called called lush life okay as well um so we've got an ep coming out with that band and i've also got another band who i've signed here called only uh and we'll be releasing uh their ep as well okay so that that's the first um stages of uh is there is there anything yeah. online now about the label? No, no, okay, still, so it's so very early days. Yeah. Okay, how yeah, exciting! Very early days, but um, yeah, by the end of the year, 
would it, it would all be out. Okay, amazing. Okay, tell me. But I'm really excited about that project because you know I'm I'm dealing with um, musicians and artists who have so much belief in themselves, and and you know they're really really focused on their craft, on developing their craft. They're mm. serious musicians. Yeah, they're jazz. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it just feels. It's just it just feels like such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be uh, to be releasing. Oh, and another one, another artist I have is Damien Smith, um, who's actually one of my co-writer I've been working with for many years. Um, he's got his own EP um, that's going to be coming out on the label as well. Um, and I made it start that that's more so coming from your neo soul um, direction. Okay. But um, he's an um, amazing musician, amazing producer. Um, and uh, yeah, really excited about putting his material out as well. Excellent. Oh, yeah, I can't wait, mate. I can't wait. Um, well, we, tell the listeners where they can find Zephyr and Saint online now. Like what uh, you, you, yeah, you, you, uh, the usual Zephyr suspects? Saint, uh, <laughs> yeah, usual. Facebook, just type Zephyr and Saint Facebook, you know, Instagram, uh, Spotify, Apple. You know, it's all on those sites. Amazing. Uh, DJs, you can download Beatport, Track Source. Okay. You know, just put it in there you, you'll be able to get all my material yeah well there's definitely a lot of great stuff on tribe records uh for for you uh house and soulful heads out there uh dean it was so awesome to chat with you today I, yeah yeah, great. I, I, great. yeah i loved it i enjoyed it <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you again. And for those out there uh, want to check out more about Electronic Music Man, head to jameslocksmith.net. Join the the newsletter, join the community and uh, shoot any questions if you have any about your music career, mental health as well. I can help you point you in the right direction. About to announce soon um, where I have a peak performance coach that's going to be coming part of the community so you can speak with him personally. Arslan Al-Hashimi will be on the show again almost every month to answer questions on your performance and mental health. So, uh, yeah, thank you again, Dean. Thank you, man. So awesome, man. All right. Peace. Thanks, James. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah.